212 pounds from Moore Marion High School. Making his final appearance, 17 NBA All-Star, four-time NBA All-Star MVP, 15-time member of the All-NBA team, two-time NBA, NBA's final MVP, 2007 OA-NBP League, five-time NBA champion, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and a third all-time leading scorer ever in the history of the NBA. Certainly, he has given us some great memories over the years. How about a big round of applause for, right now on the floor, number 24, the Black Mama, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And, uh, what can I say? Mamba out. What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing? The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash and Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Go D. And this is your boy Smash. I'm Giovanni. And your boy BTG. We want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Fellas, this is a podcast this week. It's kind of bittersweet. It's definitely bittersweet, man. We lost one of the greatest icons of the 21st century, Kobe Bryant, man. Just want to go around the room and and give give everybody a chance to to reflect on how he he impacted your impacted your life and on and off the basketball court. Um, on the basketball court, he's known to be. I was always rooting against Kobe, mostly because he's from, not necessarily the Lakers, but mostly his teams from the West. And me being from Chicago, the rise and the Lakers and all that were being great, and Kobe was being great. My Bulls were probably the worst team in the league. So I was kind of rooting against Kobe, except for that finals he did lose against Detroit because, you know, Chicago can't stand Detroit. But as far as outside of basketball, Kobe, the father, the coach, um, just his breakdown of even the little segment he had on ESPN of breaking down gameplay and all that was amazing. And then uh, and the stuff he was doing for not just in basketball in general, just for being ambassador for the WNBA, getting the recognition that it needs. Um, man, I just I, I I think people finally realize um, how important uh, these players was to us. You know, like you know when you talk about the Showtime era, that was a lifestyle. You know, that wasn't just it just wasn't something that you know. I mean, I I joke around when I come on when I come on to talk about this podcast when I bring up Lakers stuff. It's it's, it's all jokes, but. This is this is what we grew up on. So when we bring up Showtime, we when we bring up Pac, when we bring up Kobe, we bring up Nip. Like they mean something, and it's more than just what they did in the booth, on the court, on the field, whatever. Mm. Like they really meant something. Man, I 
I didn't I ain't like COVID, man, but I respected COVID. That was that's the difference. Like and I, I, I think the only reason I say and I, I I didn't like him was because I was a big Michael Jordan fan and you know everybody said he surpassed Michael Jordan, which in a lot of aspects I gotta I gotta say he did. But Kobe Kobe he was one of those people that just demanded respect. Like you had to respect his game. And then as he got older and you know the game started becoming a less part of him <clears throat> he and he was more of a family man i respected that part of him more because you know what i'm saying like he came in the league as a young teenager skipped college went straight to the pros and i, I watched him grow up i mean we all did watch him grow up literally and now to see them you know saw the man that he became and man like i, I respected him because when you stepped on on the court against him, you knew he was gonna give you a battle no matter what, and he just demanded that respect. So, I, I mean, last night, I my wife was like, "What you doing?" I started pulling out all my um, basketball sports cards because I collect those, and I started getting all my Kobe's together because I was like, "Hey, man, like you know, just being a, a father because uh, we we all are, just knowing that you right there seeing your daughter like that, man, or your child. Period is just." It just touches you personally, so. I think I was more on the line with uh, with Smash as far as on the court, couldn't stand him. He was a Western Coast, you know, he was a Western Conference player, but you respected his game. You know, you you watched him play, and um, you just didn't want him to kill your team. You know, he had that killer mentality. He had that Jordan mentality. You know, it's a big ups when you hear somebody like Michael Jordan. Now he don't he, he doesn't give praise very often to players but for him to go on record and says he is one of the, the the dudes out here when he was rocking on the court that was actually a mirror almost a mirror image of him as far as his as far as his work ethic and his drive and his will to win and that just that just spilled over um i gained more respect for him off of the court and looking at him with his philanthropy and all the different things that he's doing for the community of la and it's it just it's amazing same way that the masses in la came out for nip i think the masses probably came and btg you could probably you, you can attest to this that they came out in even tenfolds because kobe was la you know and for him to to begin his career there and end his career there and still be a, a fabric of that community it, it's, it speaks a lot man that that the guy was just he wasn't just about basketball he was also about Helping and, and and bettering people around him within the community within the community of LA. Yeah, I mean that's I mean <clears throat> we can sit up there and we can sit up there and debate to the moon uh, between you know the, those three superstars that we talk about all the time. And at one point it was just between two, and I get it uh, because y'all not the only ones who didn't like Kobe when he first came aboard uh, all of LA and I'm talking about every bit of LA was like yo who is this kid you know because we was coming off even though we was Laker fans mm -hmm. we caught damn near every Bulls game you know so we we there's a lot of MJ fans in this world including LA but we respected the Bulls organization overall you know what I mean and but we were Laker fans you know, so and, and Laker fans are basketball fans. I put it to you like that because we got respect for a lot of different players. So when Kobe came aboard, 
and he was he, it, it just seemed like he was a unpolished like a very unpolished MJ like a, right. like a rookie you know what I'm saying and then we was like yo what is who do he think he is that Utah game both the one his his, his the three air balls and his last game which they brought the air in about 20 minutes um we was like who the hell does he think he is but um but you know he had this he had this ego you know what i'm saying like this cockiness to him and we didn't understand it because even though later on we found out mj was probably one of the cockiest human beings that was ever created he didn't show it like that. Like he didn't. He didn't show it like how Kobe did. Right. And at the time, though, MJ was more polished. Um, you know, he was the cream of the crop. Whether he was, whether he retired or not, he was still considered the greatest in the league at the time. Right. And so this young pup coming in, and he sat behind Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel, and but he like like um, like he said like yo he demanded a lot like a lot of uh, uh, respect and over the years like it, it, he just grew on us and then he became our brother he became our cousin he became just our sibling in general and you can tell there's nothing it's only a handful of people like that could walk the streets of LA and, and they'll be left alone you know that's him Shaq Pete Carroll um, and pro- uh, well Nip but I'm talking about as far as sports figures you know, it's only a few. Wayne Gretzky, you know, like we people got upset this whole year because of our cheering and and um, just, you know, over, I would say overflowing love for Caruso. But this is it, though. Like, if you're not from the city, I'm not about to explain this after today. If you're not from here, then you're just not going to understand it. Right. We just we just love our players. We love Nick. We love Eddie Jones, uh, Eldon Campbell. Like, all these cats that came through, like, that's what it was. Rick Fox, the whole nine. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a gang of cats, but those superstars, the, the, the Kareems, the Magics, the Kobe's, the Shaq's, like, come on, man. We still got love for L.O. And to see something like that happen, like, Man, it shut LA down. It wasn't even a full year that, you know, from what happened with Nip. Not even a full year. And this happened. And what really crushed me was when my wife del- delivered the last blow and was like, yeah, no, nah, his daughter was on there. Yeah. And and I'm like, God. And, and I don't wanna I don't wanna diminish um us showing our respect for the other eight people that that lost their lives in that in that accident as well. <laughs> Because their their lives are just as valuable as his. He's just the most notable, notable person that that was on that plane. And exactly. It, it just and, and I had to sit down, man, and 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 just consume as much Kobe as I could yesterday. You know, it it was to the point where I, I'm reading all these kind of things, and one thing that stood out to me was that the dude was hungry, like he was thirsty for knowledge when it came to basketball. You know, I didn't even know that he worked with, he went to Hakeem and asked Hakeem to work with him to perfect his post moves. You know, so- Yeah, I remember all that. Yeah, man, for him to go out and and just search out the best to to get his game to where he needed to be, and he's just a a fierce competitor, man. And I'm more than sure 
you know, even with his daughter, I'm pretty sure he was instilling that same drive, that same work ethic, you know, trying to make sure that that she does it the, the right way and everybody who he touched does it that way. You know, if you're going to do it, like he said, if you're going to do it, put your all in it. Don't worry about what nobody say about you. Make Use that as, as motivation to get you better. And, you know, and, you know, a lot of times you hear those stories about Kobe, Kobe would piss people off, you know, about how his drive would be overbearing. But he just wanted everybody. He wanted the best out of everybody. Yeah. Well, you can see that now. So yeah. all of, all those stories about him uh, being too bossy or pushy or whatever the case may be, uh, when you when you turn on the TV as of yesterday, you see Tyson Chandler crying. You see Bradley Bill crying. You see these. You see Melo breaking down. Chris Paul said he wasn't playing tonight. You know, um, when you see that. Then you then you just understand, right. you know. It was just a certain level of greatness that he was trying to get to. I seen a T Mac interview, and he said that Kobe told him that he wanted to die young, but he wanted to accomplish a lot. He wanted to pass Michael Jordan. That was his main goal. You know what I'm saying? And he came he came short one finals to, to tie him, but he also went to more. You know, he passed him in scoring, and I don't think I don't think he was I don't think he was uh satisfied with that personal goal but i think he was satisfied with his career overall and then his career off the court it started to just blossom faster than his career on the court what was some of the what was some of your most member i'm btg i'm more sure you got about 10 or 20 from you but what was one of the most memorable moments? <laughs> and that's the top of the list right there career high 81 points versus toronto that that what, oh, was, yeah. what was one of the most memorable moments on the court for you guys? Well, for me, it was um, the All Star game where he uh, called out LeBron and then he beat up LeBron. Basically, he embarrassed LeBron James at the All Star game. I loved every moment of that. Yeah, it was a light, it was a lightweight dunk. It was a lightweight dunk on him a little bit. It's a little small one. What about you, Smash? Yeah, it, it's got to be the eighty-one. I mean, I. I just like how Kobe played though. Like every anybody that like stepped up to challenge him, he played. I remember back when he was young, when he was DN up MJ. I mean, like MJ MJ had to struggle a little bit for a minute that one game. So I I mean, I just liked his uh, determination and his uh, co- uh, competitiveness because you don't see that in a lot of people that that just had that will to want to win like that. I've only seen it in a couple of athletes in any sport. So it's a rare, it's a rare thing to see that. And that's what made him who he, who he was. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, it's, it, it was probably watching this dude go toe to toe five on one versus the Dallas Mavericks. And I was going by one point. And remember Phil Jackson set him on the bench for the fourth quarter. So he could have outscored them by probably a, a lot more, and you know he he was all everybody know he was known as a ball hog, but he you look at him he was the type of cat that you know if I wanna if we gonna win a game I want it to go through me, you know I'm gonna make sure that if if we gonna go down fighting we gonna go fighting through me, you know and and I think that was that's just him I think that that just exudes who he was and 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 what he wanted to like you say he wanted to leave he wanted to die young but. He wanted to leave a legacy. And I think right now, and hey, 
Y'all debate it if you want. Right now, on the court, I think he's he's comparable, if not equal to Jordan. And off the court, he's he's I think besides the off the court, off yeah. the court, don't nobody come close to him. Not close. I mean, not even not close. even close. And I think that's why that's that was my next statement. You know, Jordan has the legacy of the shoes, but he doesn't have the legacy of the philanthropy work that he does off the court, man. And, and just the list. It's so long, man. It's so much stuff that he was doing behind the scenes that people didn't understand. You know, he had the, the Vivo Foundation. Him and his wife had the found, you know, had their found the the Bryan Foundation. Um, he was he was a he was always given to to literacy. He always wanted everybody to be able to to read, be able to under, know how to read. You know, he had the gave the money for the Museum of Arts uh, for the Smithsonian. For the African American history culture, it's just so much that this brother has done. He's left a legacy, a true legacy, man. And and I I think I hope that all these players that's out here that that loved him, that they honor him by picking up where he left off and continue on with with the legacy that he's trying to with the legacy that he's left behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I've, I've gotten to be either in the same building or next to him um, at least twice. I've seen him play. I've seen him play in person. Uh, I've seen him play against Rose, actually. Um, uh, he opened up a gym on the, on the east side um, at one of the, you know, one of the gyms that we used to play at all the time. He uh, he opened up a new gym over there, and then um, I got to, I actually got to see him coach his daughter. I got to see his daughter play. Right. So that was cool. I've never you know, seen seeing 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 Kobe the coach is like, it's crazy. <laughs> what, what 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 was he like as a coach? He he was on that he was on that like that Phil Jackson stuff. Like he he didn't stand up much. He he sat down. And and he was coaching though. He was definitely coaching. And and when I tell you, not just his daughter, man, he loved them girls. Right. He loved them girls. And we know. And if, if there's any athlete that was out there that was pushing for the WNBA or for women's basketball in general, we know it was him. Right. Because yeah. he he just had a he just had an interview not too long ago, uh, saying, you know, there's about three or four women that can play in the league right now. Yeah, that was or at least of, that he would like to see. Yeah, that was one of his so. recent articles. I, yeah, I did see that. I never, I didn't get a chance to read it, but I know he he pointed out that there was three or four women that he think that can actually compete in the WNBA. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I, not, not in, yo, not in this era. I don't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely can see that happening. These NBA players ain't built the same. <laughs> But I will say, I, I will say, I didn't get to say my moment, but I had, it was out of three, you know, I was, I was definitely going to pick the, the free throws, the injury free throw. Uh, I think he, I think he put 55 on MJ and told him to go retire. But, <laughs> but, and the only reason why I say that one is because I know he, that is, that's his idol. And for him to right. have that love, but competitiveness with his idol, like, Oh, that just it gives me goosebumps because it's like you love him so much, but you want to destroy him. That's you gotta be some type of psychopath <laughs> for that. <laughs> um, but I would have to say it, it's it's definitely the series against uh Sacramento. Definitely that, you know, either either against Sacramento or Portland. Yeah. And and one thing I, I, I remember 
him coming out and he was saying, uh, they were asking him, Kobe, why do you want to come out of high school and go straight to the pros? And his first immediate answer was, MJ's getting ready to retire, so I got to hurry up and get to him to show him that I can I can play. You know, and everybody was like, <laughs> is this dude tripping, MJ? <laughs> but that's the mentality. You know, we had to grow to see the mentality mm-hmm. that that's just the way that brother thought. He thought that, hey, if I can think it, I can, right. I'll believe it and I can achieve it. You know, so he 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 did his thing. He did his thing and made sure that, you know, he got a chance to get on that big stage with MJ and, you know, prove his point. Hey, hey, T-Mac said it best, though. Like, yeah, he was 41 years young, you know, four years older than me. But he lived, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not too many players can say, I played against my number one idol. I won five championships with the franchise, my favorite franchise. I played 20 years for the same. Not too many people can say that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm greedy though. I want to see. I want to see the 82 year old, the 82 year old Kobe. You know, all bitter and stuff and breaking down games. <laughs> but, but we only got we only got half of that. But we never lived. We never lived in his shoes. So the the things that he went through between the age of, I mean, and this is this is after you know his childhood. But what we we knew Kobe from 17 all the way to 41. Yeah. yeah. And the teams he carried, even though one finals when Shaq got hurt, he put the team on his back. Yeah, I mean we we know when it came <laughs> when it came to those teams, they were equally important. And whether you was more on Shaq's side or more on Kobe's side, they both needed each other. You know. Oh yeah. And and Kobe would. And now I'm not saying that Shaq. If we would have went the other route, who knows what happened with Shaq. But we do know what happened with Kobe is he at least got his two more. He just had to have that, you know, for him. I think it was more of with him and Shaq, it was more of Shaq. Yeah, Shaq did his thing, man. Shaq was Shaq Diesel. There was no, we'll never in our lifetime ever see another player like him. But I think that gave him the space in that triangle to be able to do what he did. You know, something mm-hmm. that, that extra person to, to, to draw other people away from him to get them one-on-one situations in that triangle to do what he did and i mean and he was it was a point for him to prove you know they had their beef you know the, the beef has been talked about and, and record it's on record about how they didn't like dislike each other but they made whether it was a personal level or whatever they did respect each other's game you know you, you couldn't take take away from each other's game you know so, i mean i think about like you said that 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 portland finals game seven in the western conference finals with Shaq and, and Kobe, I mean that's with the you know the Bryant O'Neal alley oop. That was that's gonna always be played throughout history. You know we're gonna be dead and gone. They're gonna still be showing that highlight. Yep. Yeah, man. I think they just come with growth. You know, There's those cats we talking about two alpha males. Yep. And you can't and you can't tell Shaq nothing. <laughs> you know that's <laughs> the most unstoppable force we've ever seen. Yep. Right. You yep. know so, but Kobe was like, bro, you're not working out. And Shaq was like, nigga, if you don't feed the big dog, the house is not getting protected. <laughs> so now, now you got now you got this psychotic, this psychopath, and then you got this this unstoppable force, and they like, I'm not moving. Well, I'm not moving. Well, I'm gonna score. Well, I'm gonna score. <laughs> and so, you know, it's that's what we live through, and that's what we that's what we're used to. So when people bring up drama in LA, what drama? 
You know, you go argue and go sit down somewhere. We about to win these championships. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this 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 drama right here, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you if if you tell me right now that you can bring you can bring Kobe back, you can bring those people back, and my franchise never win again. I'll take that. No doubt. And I, I think I think everybody in LA feels your same sentiment. And and like you said earlier, it's it's you don't you don't really understand it. You don't miss a person till they're gone. You know, so you, I mean, how how often did we reflect on the accolades of Kobe? You know, and we most of the time we just talked about how great he was as a basketball player, but in comparison to others. But to truly sit down like I did last night and just go through and immerse myself into all his all his basketball accolades and and the things that he had to do from a youngster. You know, in Italy, to to refine his game, how he used uh, one of his school teachers or counselors saying that he couldn't make it, and how he used that those things to drive him to be a better player. You know, and you you really that made you take another step back and, and hold him in even higher regards. You know, and we 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 know all the stuff. Everybody has missteps. Nobody is perfect. You know, but to see him overcome his imperfections and and get back to being what he said he wanted to be the ultimate competitor the ultimate family man you know the ultimate to be able to help people you know like nobody has ever can can, can affect somebody's life in a positive way so that they can see their dreams man that, and that's that's powerful and you think about it 41 years old and he's accomplished I'm more than sure you had more on, the, on tap but he's accomplished a lot in, in his 41 years of living. Man, I cried all day. All day yesterday and all day today. And it was just because, again, the Laker fans have been labeled as the most delirious, craziest fans, in, at least in basketball. And it's right because we're spoiled, but we're spoiled worse, by... Worse than Dallas Cowboy fans? No, I'm just no, I'm just saying in basketball, in football, <laughs> Dallas got that. Dallas, Dallas definitely got that. But but in basketball, like we seen this man start a whole movement towards the Drew League. Like, yeah, y'all gonna start a lockout. Well, I'm gonna take my talents to the Drew League, and then people follow behind that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then from since then, he's popped up at the Drew League championships and the playoffs. Just him and his daughter chilling, watching the game. You know, and the next thing you know, he's on TV breaking down a random, you know, Rockets versus game and just picking a player and saying, well, this is what he could have done. This is what he did do. And then, you know, it, it, we had a story for him that we felt fit like the ending. You know, like we, we knew at the end of the day he was supposed to own a piece of the Lakers. Like he was supposed to have ownership. That's that's our personal ending story for him but it didn't it didn't happen like that and again when you watch somebody that grew up from the age of 17 and you've seen the mistakes that he made on and off the court but you've seen him grow into a family man into exactly. a whole whole nother career that's what hurts and like i said we may accept people extremely fast out here like we adopted pop well the bay area in general adopted pop you know what I'm saying? And then Nip was homegrown. But 
when we drafted this kid, when we finessed him out of the out of Charlotte, like we didn't know what we was getting, but when we got it and we figured it out, we didn't let him go. You shouldn't you shouldn't idolize you shouldn't idolize um or worship these athletes and these entertainers. But if it's in your soul, if your soul, if it's sitting right in your soul, man, you don't have emotional attachment to some of these people. And some of these people are down to earth. And they and at the end of the day, they may have they may have done whatever they had to do, exercise their talents to the highest. You know, they went after their passion, they worked hard, they studied, and they became celebrities and athletes or whatever. So, but at the end of the day, they are still human beings. Right. Yep. And I think that's what what we that's what that's why we're here now. You know what I'm saying? We're we're honoring we honor his basketball le- legacy, but we all but but that's what what we talked about it earlier. Uh, uh, Gio and I talked about it earlier off wax. It wasn't at this point. It wasn't even about because, like I said, I, I didn't really as a Rocket fan and being in the Western Conference. I you know I couldn't stand Kobe. I love Shaq, you know, because because of cause come from you know from LSU and you know doing this thing that way, on that route, but I hated to see them keep winning. You know what I'm saying? When when my when when my my boys got their chance, but then here comes Kobe, and they just took over the game. And you know, once them once the LA Lakers lights turn on, whether we want to admit it or not, it shines bright once they win it. You know, so just just like yeah. now with with uh, LeBron, it's it's bright. And it, it makes basketball better, but at the same time, you're taking a step back and like, man, you know what? Put the accolades aside and look at the human being, and and seeing what he was. If, if he never played a down, if he never played another another game of basketball ever, you know what I'm saying? What did he do outside of the game that's just as impactful as he did on the court? And it's the list is so long, bro. I I, I implore everybody to go just look at all the things the man did outside of, outside of basketball and it was a slap in the face to even to give that lady even a, a bit of a run but for her to to speak about speak on him in a in a negative light we all are human we all make mistakes but it's not where you start it's where you finish right and his finish his his journey to his finish has has morphed anything that he could have done wrong as a as a youth right Oh yeah, right. right. Everybody make mistakes when they're young, so that, I mean that's that's part of being young. So he uh, he definitely corrected all that and turned into a you know a admirable and a, a older man that you want to you know follow in his footsteps off the court. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's def he's definitely an ambassador on many levels. At this rate, though, if you leave it up to if you leave it up to those people. When we all go, we don't get dogged out on Twitter. Oh no doubt. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> no, a no, no, I think I think those people. I think those people are just, you know, they they just hate because you know seeing other people greater than them does something to their soul. Or another thing is probably racism. But you, but you know what, Gio? This is the thing. Like I put all that debate and stuff to the side. Like if cat feel like MJ is the best, I can understand that. I'll bow down to that. I personally feel like if we gonna go numbers route and rings route and stuff like that, I'm going with Kareem. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not about to debate with nobody about MJ. I know who MJ is. He's one of the most dangerous cats I've ever seen play. Right. All I'm saying is 
I don't care what team this man had played on. If he did, the, if he had the same career in a Sixers jersey or in a, even in a Clippers jersey, it's still the same type of love. We still gonna break down and cry. You know what I mean? It's yeah. because of what he did, who and and how he did it. You know what I mean? And that man's sad, man. It, it, I I can't. You know, it, this was like losing Nip all over again. Yeah. It's, I mean, because it's tragic. It really was. It's tragic. You know, had had it been him, like you said, him being an 82-year-old man, and he's going through some some type of illness and life-ending illness, and you can see the progression of it ending, then you can mentally prepare yourself to 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 be able to deal with it. But for it to end, start and then end all abruptly in a tragic, the way it happened, it made you sit back and contemplate and, and deal with it in a in a in a rush of emotion. You know what I'm saying? You going from like you said, you cried all day yesterday, and you going from happy to sad, happy to sad, happy to sad because he done so much to make you happy, but you just so sad about the tragic of, of how it ended and and the thought of what else what else could he have accomplished? You know, he was only four. Not just that though. Not just that what? though. The fact that. And we we got kids and just you know being a person that has a creative mind and and a mind that wanders you kind of like feel like yo like what what could you even do as a as a man with kids we're told to protect our children protect our family right. when you're in a position when you when you can't do that you know how that feels as a man you know what i mean and like oh you know like my my coworker told me something today and it kind of made me feel better in a weird way that he said this and he was like man you already know how it is when you have multiple kids you is that one kid you have different relationships with your kids and you seen him he him and Gigi was like glued to each other right. you know every photo every video that you seen it was it was them two and you seen the progression of her as well if you paid attention you know what i mean mm. and he was like you know if you believe in the lord you believe in in his work he can't leave one and just take one of them he had you know what i'm saying right. because they were together all the time and i'm like man that that makes me feel a lot much worse <laughs> but i but i understand where i understand where you coming from and yeah. you know at the end of the day man we don't we don't have the answers we just don't have the answers and it's just it just is it's painful man right just talking about that you could tell you could tell like you know every man wants to have a son to carry on their legacy and then you know kobe had four daughters but Gigi was definitely going to carry on the legacy because she definitely had the same drive of mamba mentality and and she was develop, definitely developing the skills to take over in basketball as well. Yeah, it would have been nice to see her grow up in the basketball world. Yeah, you think about how the how where she was she was thirteen. So you think about how the NBA, how the WNBA, and how women basketball it was starting to grow. You know, uh -huh. so where what could have happened? You know, in, in the next fifteen years, you know where where could it have been? And and that's and that's what makes you. That's what make me feel even worse. Like, what could have been? That's running through my mind. What could have been? What could have been? You know, but the one thing that I, I really I feel good about um, is that they, that, 
yeah, it's tragic, but they 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 perish doing something that they love. You know what I'm saying? They they playing a game of basketball, something that that was a kinship to them that drew them closer as a as a man with with his child, whether it be mm-hmm. whether it be girl or boy. You know, you always want to find that one thing. You know, that's one thing that drives me with my kids. Is I want to see what what can I do to connect with them. What can I do so that we can all be on the same wavelength? And enjoy one one another's life and and company, and grow from there. And, and that's something that they definitely had, you know. So from beginning to end, like you said, it, he she was on his side and he was on her side, and it, it ended tragically. But you know, they did something together that they love. Yeah, yeah. And then what also really hits home hard is BTG was talking about, you know, you being protected and all that. Kobe must have died, must have died twice because. Imagine being in that situation and you know saying you know what's gonna happen and you're unable to protect your child. That's that's what affected me the most of the whole situation. Just being just being a father myself and just And no and knowing him though, knowing that he know like you just like this is it. Right. You know what I mean? That is man. What's that? It's rough, man. Yeah, just knowing Kobe, like, if it was a way he could just sacrifice himself, he would have, you know. Right. Yeah. He would have done that For at sure. all costs. And that's one thing, you know, she said, one thing that Gigi did say, um, Kobe Bryant, she jumped in and said, he didn't even, he doesn't need a, he doesn't need a boy. He got me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can do just as, I can impact the game. And that's, that, and that's a testament to him. Where she can have that mentality, like you know, just because you a girl, that don't mean you can't be just impactful as a man. That's all her daddy talking right there. Exactly. You are <laughs> exactly. So for him to instill that into them, and and it, it goes a long way, man. It goes a long way, and that's just, and that and I hope that that this story, everything happens for a reason, man. We don't know why this happened. When God called you home, it's time to go home. We can't. We have no rhyme or reason to it. You know, you got to wait till you go home to ask that question. Why did you take XYZ so early? But this is, everything happens for a reason. And I, and I believe um, it brings a bigger a bigger light on the WNBA, on women's on women's sports, on, you know, on women achieving things better, bigger and better from, from where they started. So who knows, man? Who, who knows where this comes from? But again, it's always to put us in a place to where we want to say, man, cherish everyone while you're alive you know don't don't take any moment for granted you know if 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 you mad you're pissed off at your wife squash that you know what i'm saying because you know you just don't know when the, when the next when it's going to come to an end and it can happen at any point in time real talk i i told my i well i actually tell my wife all the time that i we squash a lot of arguments and i squash the majority of them because i'm like yo look i gotta drive to work every right. other day for an hour, you know, hour and some change and back. And I don't want to be on that freeway, you know, uneven, you know, like it's not, it's, it's really, it's seriously not worth it. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna tell this quick little story real quick that happened this weekend that, that kept me emotional. My son had an audition Sunday uh, in the afternoon. We had planned earlier that week that we were all going to go to LA uh, go to church and then take him to his audition. Uh, that didn't get to happen because my mother, <clears throat> my mother-in-law drove the jeep to work and caught a flat tire, 
it was it wasn't repairable so we had to put a donut on there until we had got a set of new tires so i was going to take my prius and drive him to the audition by myself uh but when the story had broke my my wife allowed me to have my my moment you know because i was torn up i was really it was really bad um but she allowed me to have my own space cry it out lay down i went to go wash my car i tried to run from it as much as i could that day but i knew i had to get stuff done before i had to take him to his audition she said you really tore up i could take it and immediately i said no i don't even want y'all to leave the house I, I, y'all just stay here I'll do it long story short my son read the script and it was about uh, it was about a mother that had cancer and she wanted all her kids to uh, have their, have a last dinner together but his character was um, was suicidal and he, he came to my wife he was like I don't want to do this she was like I can't do this you know, it's too dark for me. And in my head, I'm like, yes, I, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to go in the streets. I didn't want to do anything. Even though I had to leave later on that night, I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave from my family. I just wanted to stay up under my wife with my kids, you know, jumping around. And I just wanted to be right there, right there, right there in the moment. Right. You know what I mean? Because it was the impact. And it's real, though. Like, all that sports stuff, and maybe it's, it's still fresh. You know, it's still fresh. But I'm dead serious when I say, yo, everybody knows the, the either the best or the other best team besides us is the Clippers. Bro, if they, want, if they could have it. I'm dead serious. They could have it. Because I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to recover from this. We still got to play a game. Right. You know, they just postponed the Clippers game that's supposed to play tomorrow they, they just postponed that but guess what eventually we gotta play you know then you got the All-Star weekend that's gonna be emotional and then you got the Hall of Fame I didn't even mention the funeral right yeah so when do we get to get to the point where it's like I remember I had got to a point where I was like damn they really took that from us without crying like when am I gonna get to that point I, hey, yo, they got to look. I don't want that to happen by the grace of God. We, they give us a break, but y'all got to switch cities, goddammit, because <laughs> y'all done clubbed us over the head three times in a row. Y'all done took Nip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't took Kobe. God damn. You, you, you didn't took one of the best uh, black film directors from us. Yes. Like, leave us alone. John Singer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Three in a row, Goldie. Like, uh, we cool now. I remember everybody saying, "Like, well, when is LA gonna get hit with a tragic?" Like, yo, they just hat tricked us. These are icons. It's not ordinary, up, you know, up and coming. This is, you know, legends. Le- yeah, definitely legend. And 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 you know, like with Nipsey, it his his legacy. His it, it blossomed at the end, right? But for 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 cats that was immersed in the LA hip hop scene and, and really true to, to the, to know what it was. 
it was a major blow. You know what I'm saying? It may not impact or be understood from everybody, but it was a major blow. That ranks up there with Pac. That ranks up that, there with John yo, Singleton. He, he started off just like Kobe. Yeah. He came into the game, yo, who is this dude? The next thing you know, <laughs> you start listening. You listen to Crenshaw. You listen to Bullets With No Name. You, you listen to Mailbox, and it's like, okay. But it was what he was doing outside the booth. And then he put out this out. He put out victory lap, and it's like, yo, we got something here. And and I was too. I, I ain't gonna say I was too young, but I wasn't emotionally attached to Pac like that. Oh, I was. You know, I knew I knew who Pac was. Yeah. I knew he represented the West Coast. But when you talk about Nip, Pac don't hold the candle to to Nip, and he never will. And that's all due with respect. But this is homegrown. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But we adopted Pac, and that had never changed. But when it comes and like Kobe, you you Kobe from from Philadelphia slash Italy, but he from LA. Right. That's home. That's where he that's where his most impact the most impact that he's done in his life has happened in LA. You know? So that's where he grown at. Yeah, he, but he saw Kobe. But you want to know the cool thing about you want to know the cool thing about Kobe is he always show love to his to his home city though. Right. He always said that. He always said he was a Philly kid. Yeah. But we 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 have to I, I can't stress it enough, man. We go back and listen to the Nip episode and it's it's eerie similar about this conversation of we implore everybody, we we beg everybody, man. Love everybody to the fullest, man. Put the hate, put everything down that, that you think is meaningful. It's really petty, man. Go to hey the Rockets can have it. Hey, the Rockets can have it. Cause that mean a Brody. That mean a Brody and a beer one one. Y'all can have it. I'm dead serious. Y'all can have it. You know, if the Clippers get it, hey, if the Clippers get it, that mean PG and, and, and Kawhi came through. I'm not I'm I'm dead serious when I say this. Like I yeah, I'm a bro, we got sixteen. We good. We got sixteen. I mean, I know when we get to the playoffs, I'm going to get that hunger back. But as, as far as right now, I don't care. I don't care. We and lost so, somebody important, man. We right. did. We did. To switch gears, switch gears. What should be done about TMZ? Man, ain't nobody going to stop them. Nah, it, yeah. it, everything everything has its place, bro. And, 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 as, and as bad as I, as it roll off my lips, and I hate to say it, Everything has its place, good and bad, Jill. Everything has its place. But it's just how you want to consume it. That's the reason why Smash and I started this pod was because we we got tired of being reflected in that manner. You know, we wanted to show something positive and, and, I, and show that there is another side to us besides what they report. And that's just not even a race thing. That's just in general, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll I'll address that TMZ thing off 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 wax. That's his okay. hey, show. That's his show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the I one mean, thing I will say though is that the one thing that I can't be happy about right now, this is probably the only thing that I could be happy about, is that I know we about to I don't know we about to act a goddamn fool with his tributes we about that if Man. you if y'all if y'all <laughs> mad if y'all mad at those nip murals and those caruso murals oh hold my beer because because this shit about to be purple and yellow everywhere yeah i was 
just talking to my partner Marcus. Shout out to Marcus. He's from LA. He uh, stay in Houston now. Uh, one of my good friends, man, and he was just. I never. It never dawned. Like I'm so consumed with the tragedy of it and consuming. The, you know, trying to understand and and get a you know get a grips of it. But he was like, man, do you? He like he was like they come up you know come up my last name Brown. You just don't understand, bro what this tribute is about to be. He said the same thing you said. Like, you don't understand. He was like, you thought they would have to build two more, three more staple centers to make this thing go off the way it's supposed to go off. Yeah, yeah. My wife said, my wife was like, they gotta have two funerals. They gotta have one yeah. for, they gotta have a private one for the family, and they gotta have one for the Lakers family. Mm. If y'all think that we got ignorant for Nip, we, we got a goddamn street named after him, they're trying to, they, uh, a goddamn statue is on the way. What you think Kobe about to get? And that statue better be tall as shit. And then Gigi got to get one too. Yes. I read yeah. something. They trying to change the NBA logo to uh, Kobe. Make it Kobe. Hey, Smash, you think, and you think we playing? <laughs> you think we playing? I, I don't think. I don't think the NBA gonna do they that. Not, they, they not gonna they, do that. They not gonna. They not gonna do it. It, it deserves to think, happen. You know, though. Something, something. Something. Something needs to happen within the NBA to where every time, just like Jackie Mark Robinson. Cuban got it right. Jackie Robinson's forty-two. You know, it has to be something. The number eight, the number twenty-four needs to be re retired league-wide. Yeah. Nobody can ever wear these numbers again, ever. Well, well, nobody can wear twenty-four in, uh, in the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas. Yeah. yeah, and that's the way it should be league-wide. Exactly, man. Yeah, I think the Heat would probably do it too because they retired Jordan's number. Yeah. Yeah, the heat. Well, you know that's Pat, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know Pat. <laughs> but I, I don't want. I don't want. Even though you know, like I said before, this is a tribute to, to all the lives that lost. You know, Sarah and Peyton Chester, Ara Zobanya, Christina Moser, John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alicia Altabelli, and Gigi and Kobe. I don't want. Everybody, life that that was lost on that day is valuable. We want to make sure that we don't lose that in this, in the minutia of us just talking about Kobe and, and big up and Kobe. But mm -hmm. you know, that was part of his purpose. That was part of why he did what he did. It's part of why he lost his life because these little girls that was on that helicopter and their and their parents um, were just trying to help and fulfill those kids' dreams. And that's yep. and that's totally what the brother was about, totally. Yeah, man. Y'all lay up off LA for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, chill. <laughs> for, for real, man. No, I think about stuff like that. I think about what happened in No. I think about what happened in yeah, Houston. Man. I think about what happened in New York. And and I, and people have always said, and we joked around. And seriously, Goldie, we've always joked around like, bro, if they hit us, it's gonna be the Staples Center. Cause that's what we care about the most. Little did, man, come on, <laughs> come on. They hit us. They hit us three times, boy. And, and they wasn't playing. <laughs> they wasn't playing. They took three, three legends from us. I'm like, look, man, y'all niggas gonna have to switch it up. <laughs> Give us a break. But one, of his, one of his quotes that and it, it just embodied what he was doing off the court was, "Use your success, wealth, and influence." to put them in the best position to realize their own dreams and find their own true purpose. And if you if you look at it, man, he 
a lot of people walk, a lot of people talk it, man, but not a lot of people walk it. But the brother walked it, you know, and you didn't realize, again, I didn't realize, I don't know if you guys realize, but I didn't realize how many hats he had in the fire to help others, to to, to better others, you know, and I, and I just hope that the, even with the, the rocky situation uh, surrounding the Bryan family, um, we won't even talk about that. You go look that up on your own. But I hope that brings that, squashes that, brings that together. You know what I'm saying? And, and, uh-huh. and let family be family. That You know, you can't, you know, me and my wife talked. We haven't talked like this in a long time, bro. I mean, we just sat, kids running around doing their thing, and we just sat. It just pulled us together to the point where like, whoa, sit back and relax and chill and think about all the craziness that's going on and block it all out, and, and that's just... You know, focus on each other for a moment. You know, and that and that that's what it did. You know, not more to show. That's part of the reason why it happened is so that we can all reflect on what's good in our lives, not what's bad all the time. You know, right? Right. right. What's, what, what's your guys' favorite Kobe story? Like another player, or or just somebody in industry tell a story. You see, about you see the one that that Luke just posted on on Twitter. No. He said, he said that game where they got blew out by Portland, he told everybody to take off their Kobe's and they couldn't wear them because they was too soft. <laughs> uh, I like I like the one that Gilbert Arenas tells and he sees Kobe like early, you know, you got they gotta play against them. The Wizards gotta play against the, the Lakers. And he goes Gilbert goes to the gym early and he sees Kobe out there and he just working on his left you know saying he just, just keeps working on his left working on his left working on his left so he thinks he's going to come out in the game and shoot with his left hand and he doesn't and you know saying Kobe just every shot with the right whatever right fast forward two years later Kobe injures his thumb you know saying and now you know saying but this guy Kobe had a mental fortitude to like or you know to, I don't know to know that, like, hey, something like this might happen, and I'm ready for it, because now this dude can shoot with his left. Right. They found Kobe at 9.30 at night in the gym with the lights off. Everybody going to hear a basketball dribbling, but all the lights off, and it's Kobe inside the gym with the lights off, shooting jumpers, <laughs> you know? And him and Shaq, Shaq walking around the gym, and, and he he looks at Kobe, and, and Kobe shooting jumpers with no ball. You know, and he's, he's talking to himself, playing everything through his head man he's like if somebody is this in tune and this not only the physical aspect but the mental aspect then you know that that that's what you want to be you know that's what you want to be because i mean even for myself you definitely get to a point where that mental fatigue takes over and you gotta stop but it didn't seem like he had any stop in him I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't really have a Kobe story. I just like, like me personally, I like Kobe's work ethic because you see, you see how many people got hoop dreams and who want to be there. But as all y'all just said, he was in the gym before people. He was in the gym after people. He had the work ethic and that's what made Kobe Kobe. You know what I'm saying? So when everybody say they want to be there, they want to have hoop dreams, 
he did what he had to do to really be Hoop Dream. So that's what I've always liked about Kobe. And that's why I say he demand respect because he put in the work. He wasn't just saying that he's the best. He put in the work to prove that he was the best. So that's what I like about Kobe. Ain't a story, but I just like his work ethic. That's what I got to go with. It was crazy. Because a lot of a lot of people don't want to put in that preparation. Everybody want to get that get the limelight, but they don't want to put in the work that it takes. But right. your your greatest superstars, no matter if they're in sports, movies, whatever, you hear about the crazy preparation and work ethic that they put into their craft. And he's and that's why he is one of the best. And that's why he won't be duplicated. I mean, there may be somebody that come along soon. I mean, right now, you know, LeBron is on the coattails. But he still got a long way to go to be, you know, be up there, even though he just surpassed them, but in points. But he got a long way to be up there. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, Kobe's Kobe's one of the rare guys or person uh, with talent and hard work. Because everybody, you know, you know the, the saying, hard work beat talent because talent don't work. But this guy, Kobe, he was on a different level. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to build up. They'd have to come up with a whole new saying to describe his work ethic. You know, he was, and just like Shaq, Shaq said, he was he was scientific. You know, he was a, he was something that you've never seen before, never seen before. You know, who can you compare? Like you, we always try to compare Kobe to Jordan and 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 LeBron James, but if we separate. The two, the three, who do you who who compares to him? You know that conversation mm. has to start. You know, nah. uh, it's a good, nah. it's a guy that it's a guy down there that that show flashes of him. It's a, it's a guy down there in Phoenix that show flashes of him. In Phoenix, Ooh. who's that? Yeah. Devin. Yeah. Ooh. Devin Booker. Booker. Oh. Yeah, Devin Booker show flashes of him. Mm. That's the closest thing that that's the closest the closest one I can come that 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 comes to mind. He's right. not he's not and you know what? He's not he's young. He's not polished yet, yeah. you know, but that, that like that mentality, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then and then as far as mentality only, Kyrie. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's a yeah. Hmm. Well, but skill, skill, but skill, skill set, skill set wise, the Westbrook just crazy. <laughs> Westbrook, Westbrook got PTSD. Yeah. I know that person. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga crazy. He crazy. <laughs> you know, we talking about a cat that when Nip died, he put 20, 20, 20. <laughs> he, he, he crazy. But did it. <laughs> Yeah, but he did it. He did it. You're right. He did it. <laughs> he did it. So, but you know, but that that I don't know, man. Jordan had a, a crazy work ethic, but the stories that you read about Kobe, I haven't heard these stories before. You know, you heard about Jerry Rice, you know, catching the bricks. You know, you hear about all these crazy stories about how how cats prepare, but it was so many different ways that you know how he wanted to get his game right for everybody. It's like. Carlos Boozer with the USA team. He was sitting around talking about, man, we look up, man. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even done out of, out of, because Kobe was going so hard that everybody, they looked up and everybody was on the same routine as Kobe. Like doing everything exactly the way he was doing it to prepare for 
for that Olympic Games. But you but you know what though, Cody? The thing is, to answer your question, like he was chasing somebody though. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing though. Like he really had an obsession with chasing his idol. his idol. Yeah. And yeah. so to the point where he was he was mimicking all his moves. Like everybody yeah. seen that video that that that's that's you know that side by side. Yo, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> that's Min- scary that how identical it was. Minus the tongue hanging out of his mouth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but you, hey, I will I will say this though. When it comes to the dunking and stuff like that, MJ still got the MJ. But when it comes to shooting, everybody's still yelling out Kobe. Right. Yeah. What what was your what's your favorite Kobe? The the Afro Kobe, the oh, you can't do me, you can't do me like that. The Nike Kobe, <laughs> what was your? What, he said you can't do me. What, like what was your favorite Kobe? We, we know he I'm won not, a championship. We, we know the championship, but what was your favorite Kobe? If I had to go style, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go the immature number eight. Yeah. That nigga was reckless. With the with the Adidas on. <laughs> with the Adidas on, yeah, yeah. Before hey, before he went over to Nike, yeah. the Adidas like he was he was nuts. Yeah, he was just consumed with getting it. He didn't know how he was gonna get it, but he was damn sure trying to get it. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, Af- Afro Kobe. <laughs> but but tell me this, y'all. Tell me this, y'all. So they they're airing the uh, his last game right now, right? And he put up sixty, but it took him sixty shots. Yeah. But th- ain't that the Kobe way? Yes. That's the Kobe way. Is that hey, way? Does, can... That's part of the Kobe assist, though. Yeah, man. <laughs> you guys know about the Kobe assist, right? Yeah. Tell the listeners, Jill. Oh, uh, so the Kobe assist is, uh, you know, Kobe basically, Kobe basically purposely missed shots so his teammates could get rebounds and easy putbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I remember him, that, that's that's true because I remember him saying um, he would pull in, at halftime that they would they would pull out a laptop and pull up the the, the the previous half, right? They're in the middle of a game. He'll pull a laptop out and pull up the previous half, and he will show the guys, look here, man, do this, do that, do this, so we can get buckets. And then they go out and they do the exact same thing and get those the buckets that they missed. So it's. Hmm. He was kind of kind of a, you know, you thought he was an asshole when he was playing, but it was a method to his madness. So, but we getting long in the hour, man. I, I appreciate Gio. I appreciate your BTG. I appreciate your smash. We we do this because we love it, and we want. I hope we can put as, just as much effort as Kobe put in, and bring y'all something a little our perspective on on this tragic loss, man. And you know, shouts out to all the families that that lost lost their family members in this accident and uh we're praying for you so any closing words hey whatever you do do it 110 percent. man like everybody you know has been saying like um the passing of kobe just made you reflect and so i'm the type of person i reflect and i you know i started looking up and writing down my thoughts and i ran across a quote that kind of remind me of when people die but when someone you love becomes a memory the memory becomes a treasure and that's what we are remembering kobe as a treasure because you won't see too many people that's gonna come by and have that type of effect on anything that they do in this world so just um you know what I'm saying hug your family man hug your friends call them whatever just love everybody 
we're gonna close this thing out with a little short speech from Kobe that that I thought embodied him. So with that being said, much love and we out. Peace. All right, man, Mamba out. I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.